0: Hi and welcome to the Rags to Riches show with myself Terry Blackburn So this podcast is all about inspiring you, motivating you, pushing you on to achieve more in your life, whether that's in business, property, your health and fitness, your personal life, every part of your life. This podcast hopefully will help you achieve more, do more, and get to where you want to be. So just before the episode starts, I have just launched a new website called terryblackburnproperty.com. On there, I've got all of the services that I offer. So one-to-one coaching in business, property, time management, goal-setting sales persuasion loads of different things on there i've got some online courses some one-to-one coaching courses as well so please have a look on there really appreciate your support and if you want to get involved you want some more specific help from me you want some more one-to-one coaching and, and assistance from me to help you to get to where you want to be it's all on there also got a couple of books on amazon and audible the Lion, which is won multiple awards worldwide now and the power of peas is the new one all about the different p words profit power perspective purpose etc i hope you'll really enjoy one last thing from me if you enjoy these podcasts and you benefit from them you learn from them all I ask is that you share it with your friends and family or someone who you think the episode is relevant to. You leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That would massively help. The more shares we get, the bigger guests I can get on the podcast, the more people we can help and the more I can grow the show. So thank you so much. Get in touch if you like what you're listening to. And don't just take notes, take action.
1: Hi and welcome to the Rags to Riches show with myself, Terry Blackburn. So today's episode is how you can find current, how you can find deals, property deals, in the current economic climate of 2023 with mental interest rates, with um, vendor expectations still being high, with the state agents not being aware of what's going on and still marketing properties uh, too high with dips of inquiries, with loads of different factors um, at play, which makes it a little bit harder for us as property investors to find good deals, secure good deals, and make some money. Okay, so I've got eight ways I believe that you can be finding good deals in the current market uh, in what we're we on now. We are mid-2023. So first one is the obvious, but they are still plenty of deals on Rightmove, Zoopla, and on the market. So I check all three portals. I don't just check Rightmove, which a lot of people do. You need to be checking all three because some deals will not go on Rightmove. And if you're just looking on Rightmove because it is the biggest platform and the most commonly used platform, uh, you will miss stuff. Um, But there are still, I'm finding deals this year. I know a lot of my coaching clients are, and I know a lot of people who I know who are heavily invested in property, are still finding good deals on Rightmove, Zoopla, and on the market. And there's things like Gumtree, and there's things like Facebook Marketplace, and there's some of the smaller spin-off sites. Check them all, right? Because there are still deals out there. Um, they might be marketed wrong. They might be marketed too high, or they might be um completely priced wrong. There might be all the listings that haven't been taken off that are still on the market, there might be some that um, are shown as sold subject to contract, STC, but they've been dragging on for three, four months. It is worth giving an agent a call on those ones because the vendor might just be really annoyed, sick, fed up, and might be back on the market. Uh, you just don't know. So, Make sure you're doing at least a couple of hours every single week on Right Move. Allocate that time before, or after work, or if you're full time and properly do it midday. Do it whenever, right? There's no excuses. You do have the time. Just make sure you're getting on all platforms and looking at them all. Even if it says it's sold, still ring the agent. If it's if it's got sold subject to contract and it's been listed for quite some time, give the agent a call and find out the information. Old listings, you can always go on and look at the ones that have been listed for six months, twelve months, and you can put in a cheeky offer. There's definitely still borrowings to be had with the right negotiation tactics and with doing enough research and spending enough time looking. Okay? That's number one. Track um no, point number two, track your offers and revisit old offers that weren't successful. Now I've just got a dead simple Offers spreadsheet where I simply track all of the properties that I offer on. So if I find a property in a book of viewing, I put this into my offer spreadsheet. I put the link to the property in the offer tracker and the link to the estate agents and who I spoke to. Because then what I'll do is I'll view it, make an offer, I write the offer in the spreadsheet. If it's not accepted and decide I'm not going to go any higher, I just leave that in my offer spreadsheet and normally put it in, in orange. So I know that I've offered and it didn't get accepted. obviously if it does get accepted, I put it green, et cetera. but um but you could go back on those orange lines on those properties where you've offered and they weren't accepted. and even if it was six months ago, twelve months ago, you can ring the agent up and find out sometimes if let's say if it's newly put on the market new offer uh, a really cheeky offer and they say no might only be two, three, four, six weeks away. That doesn't get any other viewings or it gets lower viewings than what lower offers than what you've put forward or it just sticks there. Um sometimes the estate agents aren't proactive enough to bring you back. You've got to bring them back and say, well is it still in the market? It is. Okay, so do you want to put my offer forward again then? Because the vendor might change his mind. Like if you don't pick up the phone, if you just are relying on agents to come back to you you're going to miss opportunities. So point two is track your offers and revisit previous offers that didn't go ahead. It doesn't matter how long ago that was. Go back to them and see. If you've got, um, if they, any of those leads were direct to vendor, if they were to the landlord or to the seller, you should definitely be revisiting those because, excuse me, sorry, I don't know what happened there. Um. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, so uh, if it was direct to a landlord or to a vendor, you definitely need to be re- revisiting those 100% because circumstances change, time changes people, money changes people, and people's life do, lives do change with time, guys. So get back on those old viewings, on those old offers, and revisit. So number three, sign up to all email lists on your right moves you on the market so you can set up alerts where they email you every time a new property is listed that meets your criteria so this is a dead easy one to do it'll take you 10 minutes i've personally i've got multiple alerts on multiple different parameters so some between 80 and 120 some between 150 and 200 um, whether it's four bed, five bed HMOs, or whether it's buy to let, whether it's Airbnbs, whatever you can location target, price, as well as number of bedrooms and all sorts of different things. So I've still got those alerts on to this day that I set up a couple of years back because um, and I do monitor those emails because when they come in, if you if you get an email, it five minutes past two, it pops up. This has just been listed. You can ring those by 10 past two and you can be the first to view it the next morning. You've got a good chance of securing that property. and um, But the cheeky offer, take it off the market. Um, there's loads of reasons why you should be the first person to view. But you're probably going to miss those unless you're living on right move every day. Um, unless you've got the alerts. So that's point three. Uh, point four. Register with register with the agents' mailing lists. So each uh, le- each letting agent, each estate agent should have a mailing list. And if you get friendly with the girls or the guys in the office and you say, these are the type of properties that I'm looking for within this parameter, similar to the right move parameters, but some of them will just send you every new listing. I personally get them to do both. um, Just so I like to see all of the new properties that come on because... You know, the problem is if you say, you know, between 120 and 150, let's say, is your parameters, something that's on for 160 or 170 comes on, you don't see it, and then you could have made a cheeky offer of 120 on that and got it. So signing up with the agent's mailing list just to receive an email every time they list a new property, Uh, yes, you're going to get loads of crap, and yes, you're going to get loads that don't meet your criteria, but it's still worth doing. It really is um, because you just never know. The more properties you can view and see and look at, the more likely you're going to get a deal that stacks, right? So um, sign up with the, the agent's mailing list is point four because you never know what you're going to get sent and you need to make sure you're jumping on stuff pretty quick as it comes in. So sort of tying in with that point, I suppose, um, is picking up the phone to agents. This is something that... I don't know whether people are just scared to do it. They're too lazy to do it. They're telling themselves they don't have enough time or they don't know how to do it. But just picking up the phone to agents, right? Even if it's not about a specific property and just ringing them and saying, you know, you'll get to know somebody in that agency. Ring them up and saying, yeah, uh, how are you? What are you up to? How's the market? He's busy. You got new, any new listings? You got many inquiries? You know, the property I viewed six weeks ago is that still on the market. vendor's still not taking any offers. Oh, crazy, isn't he? just talking about anything, right? And what you're doing is, it, you're not pestering them. Sometimes they want somebody to speak to, especially if you're good on the phone. They might even like speaking to you, but you're keeping in the forefront of that person's mind. And then when the deals do come in, or when the sale does fall through, they're going to think about you. So picking up the phone to agents is a really important part of being a good property investor. So picking up the phone kind of ties in with that point for registering with agents. Um, but just making sure you do it all of the time and yes it's boring yes it's mundane yes it's repetitive but you just need to do it all of the time and every week, and allocate 30 40 even an hour each week to touch and base with agents in your locations where you regularly buy to keep in the forefront of their mind points uh, what one, point six, uh Five. sorry is network with landlords so that is getting yourself in front of landlords because there's a lot of landlords selling off at the moment, as you know. Rates are killing a lot of landlords. There's going to be the EPC thing that kicks in soon, which is going to kill off a lot of landlords. A lot of landlords may be skinned in other areas. Some of them have got HMOs, utility bills are killing them. We've got Airbnb's, utility bills are killing them. Um, there's, you know, some tenants are skinned. Some tenants are can't afford to increase the rent. Some people know that they need to increase the rent, but they don't want to because they know the tenant. There's loads and loads of reasons why landlords are selling off. But if if the more landlords you speak to and get in front of, the more likely it is that you're going to get a deal. And the more likely it is if you stay in the forefront of the landlord's mind and you're a nice person, you have a chat with them, have a crack with them, that they're going to end up selling you the properties. That is, apologies, I'm yawning away here because um, I wasn't going to say anything, but I've yawned three times on this uh, podcast now. Uh, This is what happens when you have children. They are hard work. So apologies, (laughs) I'm not my normal energetic self, but these are really key points, guys. So we've got, number one is, right move Zoopla on the market, register for the alerts. Make sure that you're viewing the sold, subject to contract ones as well. You're inquiring about those ringing agents and you, you're looking at the older listings and making cheeky offers. That's number one. Number two is track your offers. Make sure you revisit old offers, regardless of how old they are, touching base with agents and revisiting those offers. Point three is sign up to email alerts with right moves who and on the market. Point four is register with agents made in lists to make sure that they're going to send you every listing that they put on the books and making sure you're picking up the phone in all instances and touching base with agents and staying in the, the forefront of the mind. Point five is network with agent, uh, network with landlords and make sure that you are in front of enough landlords every month to, to spot the opportunities, to be the person that they think of when they're thinking about selling off their assets or certain selling off some of the portfolio are going to remember you. They're going to know you because you're always there. You're always chatting to them. You're always at each and in every networking event. So next point, point six is direct-to-vendo campaigns. Now, loads of people say that they do these. Loads of people do these. But in order to do these properly, I believe that you need to really be different. You need to be quirky. You need something completely different to the norm. So um, Different color envelopes, handwritten letters, quirky statements, short messages to the point messages, you know, just putting something through someone's door. Um, You know, sending them in, in mass on a, a typed email, I think will get overlooked. Branded up with your company logo at the top, they get overlooked. If you're anything like me, I've had loads of these letters over the years, uh, sent to my home address, like a, just a normal let envelope, normal letter, and it's all branded up. And we're looking to buy your property. I don't even read them. Um, but if it was a blue envelope or if it was a different colored envelope and it was handwritten, it was a little bit different, I'm going to read it, right? Um, so d- it doesn't matter how you do the direct-to-vendo campaigns. Just remember to be different. Next one is sourcing agents. Why don't you register with loads of different sourcing agents? Because instead of trying to find them all yourself, you know, there might be a good deal from a sourcing agent. Yes, there's not that very there's not very many good sourcing agents as we know. Uh, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know my views on sourcing agents. I'm not a big fan, but there are some good ones out there. There must be because you know I've been sent some okay deals in the past, and I know other people who use sourcing agents. So find the good ones, get registered, get them to send you some stuff. Um, and the last one is just be creative in loads of different ways. So so not just direct vendor letters. So what I've done in the past is when I'm doing a refurb, I used to put a sign in the window and it used to be call Shelly. Shelly's a lady who used to work for me. I used to say, call Shelly on this number. Nothing else. Didn't put my name. Call Shelly. People used to ring that number saying, I've seen you. you uh, um, used to, sorry, used to say, call Shelly on this number. Uh, we buy properties for cash or uh, we buy properties like this one. And call Shelly and here's the phone number. So we used to get people ringing up on the back of that. Um, signs you could put signs on. You know, if if wherever you live, if you've got a yard, a fence, a gate that is visible from the road, you could put a sign up. Um, you could go door knocking if you really wanted to. But being creative in in hard times like the ones we're experiencing right now, you have to be creative. You have to do things differently. And all you are doing is you're trying to find people who will sell you their property cheap. Okay, so. So you just need to find people who are selling the property. Ultimately, you just need to find people who've got property, right? It meets your criteria. Don't go be putting letters through doors of mansions because you haven't got the money to buy them necessarily. You know, target, you know, a a reasonable and sensible location and put letters through the door. You know, you can can stick things on the window. You can put stuff under the doormat. You can stick stuff to the door handle. You could, um, there's loads of different things you can do. At the end of the day, Just think outside the box, get creative uh, and and get active. So that's eight points for you there of ways that you could find properties uh, below market value in the current market, mid-2023, when everyone's saying it's too hard and challenging and they can't find deals. I'm finding deals. I know some of my coaching clients are finding deals and some of my friends are finding deals as well. There are deals out there, but if you believe that you can't find them or you believe that they're not out there, guess what? They're not going to be because you're not going to see the same things as someone who's thinking optimistically and thinking positively. So go and chase it. Go get after it today. Do some of those points or all of those points and you will find deals. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a fantastic day. Don't just take notes, take action.